This is Jade Robran. Good afternoon and welcome back to the show. It is seven minutes past two o'clock. Well, all week volunteers will be celebrated for the amazing work they do from the 16th to the 22nd of May, National Volunteer Week. We'll shine a light on some incredible people in our community and all volunteers are important, no question about that. But a certain few do stand out in our community and one is in the area of child protection. Joining us is Sue McDonald, who is the Executive Director at the Department for Child Protection and volunteer Bob Sim. Welcome to the program, guys. Great to have you on the show. Thank you, Jane. Good, thanks a lot. Well, Sue, I'd love to start with you. Can you explain what your role is? Yeah, uh, my role is um, overseeing really... um, practice within DCP, so mm-hmm. looking after the officers, looking after the call centre, working with social workers and with other staff to make sure we take care of the needs of vulnerable children, both before they come into care, but then after they're in care as well. And this would be a, a, a huge spanning role. What what kind of needs do you need to look after? What, what do they need? Yeah, well, and if we start with the children who are in care, and, and Bob will obviously talk more about this when we get to him, mm. but if we start with the children in care, their needs, you know, we, we are the guardian of those children, so their needs range from um, their health needs, their education needs, their um, their emotional well-being, and and so, so that's, they're sort of fairly big um, areas, but then there's also the small needs like getting to after-school activities going to see their friends on their week on the weekend, going to see um, their parents or their siblings who they might not be living with. Um, and so we you know we obviously have a look at their all of their emotional world as well as their physical world. How many volunteers do you have? Um, well, we have about 180 volunteers working for our offices across the state, from the north to the south to um, our central region and also in our country regions. Mm. We used to have about 220 volunteers, but as with everything, COVID um, has had an impact on our volunteering um, workforce. Um, and we would really, you know, we're really always welcoming of more volunteers. It can be such a rewarding role, yeah. certainly working with vulnerable children and their families as well. Um, it can be really rewarding and really... Um, you know, you can really make such a difference in a child's life um, and such a difference in the life of family members who might be struggling and might be going through difficult times but, um, you know, need somebody to connect with and believe in them and volunteers can play such an important role in that. And do you have to have any qualifications to be a volunteer for, you know, to work in this particular area? Uh, no, not really. Um, working with children's checkers, import, you know, is essential, yeah. um, of course, to um, be safe around working with children. And also a driver's licence is really important um, mm. because so much of the work that our volunteers do is about driving children from um, one venue to another venue or to an access situation or to school. Um, and well, you know what it's like when you're in the car with your children, that they often... Children often then talk so freely about how they're feeling and what their experiences are. And our volunteers, we do we do provide some training for volunteers. They can be those really important people that can just connect with a child when they're in that moment um, of vulnerability. And on that connection, how can that change that child's world? Oh, you know, Jade, I think what's really important for children... Um, 
and we, we know this about all of our children, is um, someone to really listen to them. And yeah. of course they do have, um, you know, we have an amazing um, uh, cohort of um, foster parents and kinship carers who um, just love and invest in our children, um, uh, you know, so um, so much. And we are so grateful to the work of foster and kinship carers. Um, but there's also a number of children who live in residential care who don't necessarily have that, you know, one-on-one relationship. And, and for those children, a volunteer having that consistent um you know, predictable person in your life um, can be really important. You feel like you can connect and open up. Bob, let's chat with you. You've been volunteering for the last two years. What made you want to become a volunteer? Well, for the first thing, I get something out of it, you know, yeah. for me as well, but more so for the kiddies. For them, it's really good. I really, really love it. I'd never leave the job now, <laughs> even though one one of my little fellas wants to uh, want to know how old I was. <laughs> What'd you tell him? He said, uh, "Do you mind if I ask you a question?" I said, "No, mate, that's fine." And he said, "How old are you?" I said, "I'll be eighty in January." He said, "Gee, you're lucky to still be, aren't you?" <laughs> how old was he? Oh, he's about nine, I think. I was, yeah, <laughs> they're nine. so brutally honest, aren't they? Exactly. No filters. <laughs> none whatsoever. No. But they're all good kids. They really are. And they've had, a lot of them had a hard, hard life, you know. Mm. And a lot of people don't understand just how hard their life has been for little ones, you know. Can you share that with us? Well, no, I don't really want to go into the nitty-gritty part of it, but some of the things that the kids tell you, they can just about have you in tears, you know. Wow. That must so, be really hard. It is sometimes, you know, but that's what we're there for, mm. to sort of help them out a little bit. But i got another little bloke. I said to him the other day, who's going to drive today, you or me? He's only five and a half now. Yes. And he said, you know, Bob, my little legs won't reach the pedals. Oh, sweet. <laughs> but they're good. They are really gorgeous kids. And you do, you get satisfaction out of it. Mm. Because you see the look on their little faces. This second one, when I go to get him, He's just his little face lights up every morning now, you know, that I go. So, and it's good for me, you know. Makes me want to get out of bed and go to work, so. Are you that one constant in his life that he can rely on, that stable person? This one, I'm there every Thursday morning Mm -hmm. to take him to school, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, he really looks forward to it. In fact, I don't think he likes the idea some days that I may not be there or something else has bobbed up. He doesn't like going with anybody else. Yeah. Which is good, you know. And what does he share with you, without getting into the nitty-gritty, but does he really open up? Oh, yeah, he does. Mm. Yeah, yeah, lots of stuff that's happening at home mm-hmm. he'll tell me about, stuff like that, you know. So, and he's only, like I say, nearly six, because he used to have a, a dummy and a, a little blankie. Uh-huh. And he turned five and he said, look, Bob, I'm a big boy now. And, you know, I thought that's really good because he's starting to come out of his shell. He's really lovely, you know. And can you see firsthand your, you know, your experience and your time, your love and your care? Can you see that that is a game changer for a lot of these kids? Oh, yes. Yeah, for sure. So this little boy, will he be okay? Oh, yeah. No, he's going to be all right. Nothing wrong with him. He's good. Yeah. He's really good. Just needs that extra person in his life. Yeah, exactly. I think one of the things that, that Bob's sort of reflecting and that, that really is um, so true for the children in our care, children and young people in our care, is mm. that 
Um, well, most, if not all, children who come into care have been exposed to trauma. Um, and, you know, trauma when you're really little does shape your world. Uh, okay, you know, yeah. you're not used to having all of your needs met in the way that other three, four, five-year-olds do have their needs met. So Bob and I were just talking about this actually before we came in about sometimes the children say things, very young children will say things that are, um, you know, beyond what you might expect of a five-year-old. And mm. the, the job of um, a volunteer is about connecting but also listening and not being overwhelmed by that so that we're messaging to children and young people how um, their trauma doesn't define them that they yep. can recover from their trauma and that there are people who care about you mm. and who can you know um, walk you through those moments where you are feeling um, you know less than um, safe or less than secure. Mm. It must be a very difficult role to play because I know I would want to fix it. I would want to uh, give them everything that they need, and and maybe it is move, you know, moving house, or I, I don't know what it could yeah. be. But you'd you'd you it'd be so hard to know that they're going back to a place that maybe not is the best for them, and you'd you'd want to change that. Yes, I suppose I know what you mean, but for them, it's home for them. Okay. You know, and they're, they're happy in their own way, put it that way. Okay. But if they come out with us and, and we can understand what they're talking about, I'm sure that's better for them as well. Yes. So, and they just, like I say, they just are so good. They really are. I was never as good as this with my own kids, you know, <laughs> as I am with these. Was there something in your life uh, that, you know, or an upbringing that, that drove you to looking after vulnerable children to volunteer in this no, specific not, area? No, not really. Not really. I mean, I've been a truck driver all my life. Mm -hmm. And this is the furthest thing I ever thought I'd ever do. Yeah. But a friend of mine that works at DCP down south uh, said to me, would you be interested? And I said, yes, I think I would. And I went and seen the boss in at DCP at Salisbury and here I am. Best thing you've ever done. Oh. Certainly is. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, really love it. So how many vulnerable children would we have in the state? Yeah, that's a good question, Jade. The, um, uh, there's the amount of... Um, we work um, with children and family before they come into care, but we also, as I said before, work with children and young people who are in care. There's in excess of 4,500 children and young people in care in the state. Wow. Um, so, and, and that is, um, like I was talking about before, that's from, you know, north to south to country areas mm -hmm. and to our central region. Um, and... About it's about fifty four percent of children and young people in care are in the care of their family. Um, so you know, a grandparent, an auntie, an uncle, a kinship carer, mm -hmm. um, and then other children. Um, the, the sort of remainder of those percentage of children are in um, foster care or in um, residential care. Um, so yeah, it's, it's quite a large number. We're going to take a short break. We are talking about uh, Volunteer Week and in particular uh, the area of vulnerable children. We've got Bob Sim joining us who is a volunteer and uh, has been, you know, volunteering for more than two years and it's, as you just heard, it's the best thing that he's ever done. We're going to talk about how you can get involved and what changes you can make to these little people's world. You need to get a booster to stay up to date with your COVID-19 vaccinations. Boosters are now approved for everyone 16 years and older, three months after your second dose. Boosters increase your protection against becoming very sick or dying from COVID-19 and are available through your GP, pharmacist or other healthcare professional. Book your booster at australia.gov.au.
Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Hello, I'm Susie L. Aldman, broadcaster and a Connect Hearing client and ambassador. And I'm asking the team what they think makes Connect Hearing so special. We listen to our clients and take the time to help you understand your hearing loss. So you get what you need exactly tailored to your lifestyle. That's gold. And that's why Connect Hearing's been awarded gold from FIFO for consistent high-quality service. For gold service audiology, book your free consult at connecthearing.com.au. Would you like to bank half a million dollars? You could do just that if you get your tickets early in the Hospital Research Foundation Home Lottery. Two early birds will each take away half a million in cash. There's no better reason to get in early. Your tickets also stay in the draw for the $4 million grand prize at Headley Beach. Join the fight and buy your tickets at homelottery.com.au. Licence M14166. Payback Liberal and Labor's trillion dollars of debt with the UAP's 50% iron ore export licence on Asian manufacturing. Vote 1, United Australia Party. Authorised by Clive Palmer for the United Australia Party, Brisbane. G'day, what you looking at? Shh, quiet. Oh, what you looking at? Oh, well, isn't it obvious? It's remarkable. The detail and finish of Michelangelo with the raw beauty of Monet. I've never seen anything like it. I have. I've got one at home. Driving it every day. <gasps> what? What do you mean? That's ridiculous. It's an exposed aggregate driveway. Beautiful. All right, who's the artist? Adelaide Exposed Concrete. Best on ground all year round. You might think having thousands of powers is excessive, but that's not what the team at Parafield Airport Liquor Store think, because that's how many they have. Sure, they might be made up of over 200 gins, 300 craft beers, 500 whiskies from around the world, and over 2,000 wines. But they're some of the best pals you can have, and they're always looking for more. Parafield Airport Liquor Store. Pals, next to Roulette's Tavern, Kings Road, Parafield. Breaking news at Beaumont's. As well as Australia's biggest range of tiles, Beaumont's now has a range of quality hybrid flooring. Get stunning hybrid timber look or make an impression with magnificent hybrid stone look. With our new quality flooring options, you'll be happy you chose Beaumont's. Jade Robran on 1395 Adelaide's 5AA. the program it is our state and today we're talking about national volunteer week and joining me in studio is sue mcdonald executive director of service delivery and practice in the department of child protection and bob sim who is a volunteer at the salisbury office for the department for child protection uh, and sue what as a volunteer what are what are the varying roles that a volunteer can can play um, the, as Bob's talked about, there's a, there's certainly a transporting role. So, you know, obviously taking children from, um, place to place. Mm-hmm. But a, another really important role of our volunteers is, um, to, um, assist children with what we would call life story work. So that's about, um, creating books for children about their life. Sometimes when children come into care really early on in life, they don't really have, um, a really strong sense of, um, maybe their life when they were living with their parents or they might have, come from a situation where they had experienced a lot of neglect and so didn't really have a lot of things that they've collected over time that helped them to really form their identity and understand who they are. Mm. So the life storybook work is really um, 
so fundamental for children to start to build a sense of themselves. So, you know, collecting, um, you know, going to the effort to sort of collect some photos of their mum and dad if they're not seeing their mum and dad or maybe a photo of the, you know, hospital they were born in or their first house, all of those stories, you know, for our children, all of those stories that we tell children about from when they're really little, you know, we say we to do, them all, over and know, over yeah, again. Yeah, like, you know, do you remember when we went to this place? And even when you're three, you think you have that memory even though you might not remember. Yeah. So for children in care who have had um, disruption to their memories because they've come into care, they might have, um, you know, been neglected or had a, a really serious um, experience of physical abuse or sexual abuse that, um, you know, those memories have been really disrupted. So trying to um, work with those children to build a sense of their life. And like I was saying before, it's not just... Um, you know, it's assisting children to heal from their trauma, which is really important. And knowing about yourself and building a life storybook and building a sense of yourself is really important mm. for healing from trauma. And our volunteers are really helpful with that, sitting with children, cutting and pasting, writing a story about a child's world, all of those things that really helps to make a difference. It sounds so simple, doesn't it? Cutting and pasting and telling a story, but the tapestry of, of their life and making them feel comfortable and have ownership of, of where they belong, yes. uh, you said is really important. How important is that? Can that be a game changer if they've come from an awful experience in their world to, to show them that they're cared, loved, and that they do have an identity, can that set them on, on a positive path? Oh, definitely. And, and you know, some of the things that we find, certainly for children who, um, who have had um, what we would describe as fairly chaotic experiences um, in their preschool time, that when they get to school, sometimes they really struggle with a more formal education setting. Now, our education partners are amazing and mm. invest so much time and, and special skills in, in terms of support supporting children under the guardianship of the CE at school. But there might be periods where um, they they can't attend full-time school. And so having volunteers who are available to do this sort of work with children and sit and help children to settle and help children to regulate is really important. Obviously, that's also the job of our social work staff and also the job of, um, uh, you know, therapists that we work with. But yeah. um, volunteers can play a really important role in in setting that child on a different trajectory. Bob, do you feel like a really good mate or an uncle or a granddad? What what kind of um, person do you feel like in, in, in the lives of these kids? More of a granddad, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm still lucky to be here. So, But uh, they, they, just, they do get to you after a while, the kids. They mm. really do. And even up to 15, 16, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with any of those children. They're really good kids with us. I mean, I'm, I'm more or less everything is transport uh, evolved that I do. Sure. So, so, so the the families that they're from, like mum or mum or dad, just can't, you know, for whatever reason, can't drive their children to commitments or perhaps school. So you step in. Maybe that, or grandma's got the kids. Yes. And uh, we take the child back to grandma's place mm -hmm. because mum and dad aren't around. Okay. You know? Yeah. And it's things like that, but. I mean, I've got one little bike. He's really, he loves to go back to Grandma's place. He's absolutely happy as Larry there. So that's a good thing, you know. That's, really that good must thing. feel nice. Knowing yes, that you're, exactly. yeah, dropping you're doing off. something for him, you know. Yeah. What would you say to encourage others to volunteer? Well, I'd say if you don't, you're pretty silly because it's a really good thing to be doing and you do get a lot out of it. Yeah. You do definitely get a lot out of it.
I feel like you probably get more out of it than the kids. Oh, I think I do. <laughs> I really do. That's yeah. pretty special. I mean, I'm up at every morning at six, down to the yard, at the office at seven, and love every minute of it. Good Drink on too you. much coffee, but that's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's okay. We'll give we'll give we'll uh, let you get away with that. Thank you so very much. And, and Sue, where can if somebody's listening and they'd like to volunteer, uh, how do they get in touch with you? Uh, they could go to our website, Jane, which is childprotection.sa.gov.au um, forward slash forward slash volunteers. Mm-hmm. And can I just really give a shout out, not just to retired people or semi-retired people like Bob, but also for social work students, psychology students. It's a really great experience um, in terms of your um, uh, uh, you know, tertiary training to engage with children and young people that you might be working with when you've um, finished your degree. Absolutely great advice. Guys, thank you so much. It's lovely to have you in the studio. We're going to take a short break. Coming up afterwards, KG will join us to chat about the round of footy and he ain't happy again.